Hello, and welcome to Quick Hits, a podcast brought to you by Borealis Threat Risk Consulting in Ottawa, Canada. I'm your host, Phil Gursky, president of Borealis, and happy VE Day, happy 75th anniversary of VE Day. I'm recording this on the 8th of March, of May, rather, 2020, and it is indeed the 75th anniversary of the end of World War II in Europe, what's, what's called Victory Europe Day, hence VE. We all know that the war did not fully end until August of 1945, August the 15th actually, with the unconditional surrender of Japan to US forces. And so we'll celebrate the 75th anniversary of that event in a couple months time. But this is a really important day. This is the day in which the most brutal war in the history of the planet, at least from the European theater perspective, ended when Germany, Nazi Germany, unconditionally surrendered to allied forces and we it was over the fighting was over the killing was over the economic hardship and the pain wouldn't subside for quite some time we all know what happened in the immediate aftermath of, of world war ii in terms of destroyed cities destroyed economies starving people etc etc but nevertheless this is something to celebrate i recall my uncle my uncle john my mother's brother who did serve in europe during world war ii with the canadian army would annually march in the what was called the Warriors Day Parade back in Toronto. And it was uh, once a year. I'm assuming it was on May the 8th. I, I don't know for a fact. But as a proud veteran, he would march through the streets of Toronto and receive applause and thanks for all, from all Canadians for his service to his country during the war. In fact, my uncle met his wife, my Aunt Claire, was a Belgian citizen. And he met her while he was serving overseas with the Canadian Army. So, yeah, happy VE Day. This is something we, we, we need to celebrate. We need to commemorate. We need to not forget that the war, in fact, did end in 1945. However, as this is a podcast on terrorism, I'm here to give you some uh, bad news. So while VE is good news, the bad news is there will never be a VT Day. Now, what do I mean by VT Day? What I mean is that we will never celebrate a victory over terrorism. We have unfortunately been referring to our counterterrorism struggle, especially since 9-11, as the war on terrorism. I'm sure you've heard me rail against this term a lot. I don't want to repeat a lot of the arguments. I've written about them a ton. I wrote a whole book called An End to the War on Terrorism. But it stands to reason that if you're going to war, against an opponent there is the hope the war will end there's a hope you will achieve victory against the enemy it's not going to happen with terrorism and i want to repeat a quote that i've used uh, quite a bit including in my very first first book the threat from within that dates back to 2015 wow five years ago since this book came out and it's a quote by an american scholar based in paris named grenfell byford and I read this article in 2002, so sh- shortly after 9-11. It was an article in Foreign Affairs magazine. And here it goes. Wars have typically been fought against proper nouns, Germany say, for the good reason that proper nouns can surrender and promise not to do it again. Wars against common nouns, poverty, crime, drugs, have been less successful. Such opponents never give up. The war on terrorism, unfortunately, falls into the second category. So what does that mean now for VE Day? Well, what it means is that Nazi Germany realized the, the gig was up, uh, the war was being lost. It had the Russian, sorry, the Soviets, Russian slash Soviets coming in from the east, it had the Americans, the Allies coming in from the west and from the south, and uh, there was no point in going on. 
there were a lot of pressure within Germany to give up, you know what, before they're utterly destroyed. Of course, the bombings in many German cities, reducing entire districts to rubble. The German military leadership, political leadership, uh, finally came to the realization, acceptance that the war was indeed over and that surrender was the only way out. The, if they didn't surrender, then the increasing hardship and let's call it what it is, slaughter of the German people would have continued to the point where there was nobody left. So they decided to throw their, their hat in the ring and say, you know what, uh, we're done. We started the war, but we're also recognizing that we have to end it. As that quote I just read <clears throat> indicates, though, that um, there's no terrorism opponent that's going to be in a similar position. Because terrorism is a concept. It's not a, con it's not a proper noun. It's not a state. It's not an entity you can sort of wrap your fingers around. It's not one enemy. Terrorism is not an enemy. Terrorism is a tactic. Terrorism is a particular form of violence. Violence that happens to be perpetrated for political, ideological, or religious reasons. And the people who engage in terrorism, they themselves may give up. And we certainly have seen in recent history terrorist groups that have risen, have been very active, and then from a variety of reasons, be it counter-military or counter-terrorism or whatever tactics been leveraged against them, become less active and in some cases appear, and I stress the word appear, to disappear. They appear to go to ground and there's no more terrorism emanating from that particular group. There's examples in Colombia, there's examples in different parts of the world. Terrorism, though, is not something that's going away. It's been around in the modern sense since the middle of the 19th century. Various manifestations of it. You've heard me talk a lot about different types of terrorism over the podcasts and blogs that I've done over the past five years. So terrorism is not going to be defeated. Terrorism is not going to surrender unconditionally. Terrorism is not going to sit at the negotiating table. And we have to get away from this notion that somehow we're going to get there. Somehow the efforts we're putting in place to counter terrorism, to identify individuals who hold to these ideologies, hold to these political religious beliefs, who plan to carry out acts of extreme violence against civilian populations, that at one point we're going to stop doing this. At one point we can tell the CSISs and the MI5s and the FBIs and the CIAs of this world, you don't have to do terrorism anymore. That day's not coming. And if we think it is, we'd be well-placed to take our lessons from recent history. So let me tell you a story. When I was working at CSE, Communications Security Establishment, and from the early to the late 1980s into the 1990s, we all, of course, celebrated the fall of the wall, the fall of the Berlin Wall and the dissolution of the Soviet Union, the crumbling of the Warsaw Pact, independence of several new Eastern European nations, etc., etc. And we all celebrated the fact that the Cold War, as we termed it, was over. And effectively, we sort of dropped our guard. We stopped looking at this enemy, which was the Soviet Union and its allies, looking at them from the military perspective, from the political and economic perspectives, because they essentially had curled up into a ball and ceased doing what they were doing. In essence, we won the Cold War, if you want to use that term. And we took our eye off the ball. We didn't think these people were worth monitoring, investigating, collecting intelligence on, etc., etc., and look where we are now, some, what, 30 years later? We have a resurgent Russia under Putin. We have uh, a resurgent China, you might want to say, uh, under Xi Jinping. 
And the same types of actors we looked at for the better part of 70 years in the post, uh, or 60 or 50 years in the post-World War II period are still out there and still engaged in activity, be it disinformation campaigns, be it foreign espionage, be it influence operations that we worried about back during the Cold War. And yet we bought into this notion that Russia was now our friend, Russia was now our ally, we didn't have to worry about them anymore. I don't think we're going to get to the point, because I don't. I think in a post-9-11 period, we won't go there. But I just do caution against this notion that, A, we're going to get to a day, whether it's tomorrow or a week from now or a year from now or 10 years from now, where we can truly declare that we've defeated terrorism. We're not going to defeat terrorism. We will, hopefully, fingers crossed, defeat certain terrorist groups that we will bludgeon into either annihilation or an acknowledgement on their part that they can't carry out operations anymore. And I think we're making some progress in some cases, although much less progress than many governments and militaries like to tell us sometimes. I, I swear to God, next time I hear a Nigerian official say that Boko Haram is on the ropes, I'm going to scream at somebody because they're not. So this fight against terrorism, counterterrorism operations, be it from the security intelligence perspective or the law enforcement perspective, is here for the long run. There will be no VT day. Don't mark your calendars, don't get your hopes up, because this struggle is not going to end ever. What needs to change, this is my personal opinion, based on my years of experience, is that we have to stop seeing this as a war. We have to stop framing it as a war on terrorism, because when we look at wars, we look at wars that begin, wars that have a certain longevity, and wars that end. This is not the same time of war any more than criminal gangs are going to disappear or drug networks are going to disappear or any other ill, social ill that has been afflicting society since Jesus was a carpenter or before is going to end anytime soon. So we need to change our way of thinking at this. We need to see terrorism as primarily a social scourge that our security intelligence and law enforcement agencies have to fight. They have to identify, investigate, arrest, prosecute, incarcerate people who believe in these types of, of causes. I will grant there's still some work to be done on what do you do with terrorists after you stop them. You know, I'm a skeptic on de-radicalization, but I have an open mind on what we can do going forward. But the bottom line is we've got to stop calling this a war on terrorism. We have to stop thinking about this in terms of a certain span of time that's going to have a logical conclusion. It's not. We're not going to go there. So let's stop talking in those terms. I, I do want to end this, this podcast on a positive note. It is VE Day. It's the 75th anniversary of the end of the war. I, of course, I was not around back then. I'm not that old. Uh, I wasn't born for another 15 years. But I do want to commemorate and, and thank the men and women, not just of the Canadian Armed Forces and the Canadian Navy and the Canadian Air Force, who fought, many of whom died in the war, for their efforts, for their dedication, for their commitment to duty. There were people that fought in wars far away from their homelands, and many of whom didn't come home because they believed in ideals, the ideals of liberal democracies, the ideas of freedom. And that we should never forget. That commitment, that sacrifice is something which is going to have to remain to us for, for a long, long time. So to, the, to those men and women who fought during the war, thank you, thank you, thank you. Including my late uncle, who died a few years ago. And I never had a chance to see him marching the Warriors' Day Parade. You might have an issue with the word Warriors' Day, and I, I kind of understand that. But he was simply a proud Canadian who did his duty. And kudos to him and all the other, the other people.
that's it for this pod, this quick hits podcast. I'm curious what you think about whether we'll get to a VT victory terrorism day. Let me know what you think. You can reach me on Gmail, borealisrescue gmail.com, or on Twitter at borealisaves. You can also find me on LinkedIn or on Facebook. And if you go to my webpage, www.borealisrescue.com, you can subscribe to all the content that I provide on a daily basis. Today, today in terrorism series, perspectives, podcasts such as these, longer podcasts and interviews. I'd love to hear what you think. Provide me your feedback, your ideas, your criticism if necessary, or some ideas of things you want me to, to broach in, in future podcasts and blogs. I'll talk to you again soon. Until then, stay hey, stay safe, stay healthy during COVID, and happy VE Day. He makes a company jump when he plays Reveille. He's the boogie woogie bugle boy of Company B. He was.